welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I'm your host, Maria Benz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. So there's a question that I've gotten multiple times within the last few weeks, and that is, how can I get more clients? You always seem to be booked out. And maybe you've asked yourself the same exact question, maybe not necessarily compared to my business, but just in general. How can I get more clients? How can I be booked out? And maybe you've had a really good season, but projects have been slowing down and you started to freak out a little bit. While there are a lot of different ways that I manage to get new clients consistently, one method that helps keep our systems in place and helps us keep growing consistently is sort of creating like a wait list for our services. And I wanted to highlight that in this episode because I feel like that's something I have not heard from other entrepreneurs, especially service-based entrepreneurs. You hear of a wait list for coaches and consultants and people who have courses, but from a service-based perspective, you don't hear that very often. Looking at coaches and seeing what coaches and consultants and other types of businesses are doing for themselves and seeing what is working is really where I got this idea and this concept of having a wait list for our services. Because coaches do this for their services. Course creators have the same exact system when they launch a new program, and this concept works really well for them. So I thought, why not try the same concept for a service provider? So I decided to test it out last year, end of 2019, and it worked way better than I thought that it would. So as we now are entering the final month of quarter one, we're about to finish, you know, Q1, we just published four new websites that we were working kind of throughout the course of quarter one. And do you know when most of these clients book their spot to work with us? in November. While we didn't start working on their websites until January, these clients knew that working specifically was with our company was worth the wait. So they just signed a contract, they paid a deposit to hold their spot, and I knew our schedule for quarter one months in advance. And I felt fine, you know, because as an entrepreneur, you have to consistently be working, consistently be selling in order to grow and scale. But it kind of put me a little bit of ease because, yes, we do have monthly clients that give us reoccurring revenue, you know, to hold our business in place. But I do want to be consistently growing in our business. So this really helped me kind of take a step back and be like, okay, we are growing consistently. We have projects down the line. And now as we finish our websites for quarter one, we already already have half of our spots booked for quarter two before quarter two even begins. So the biggest driver for our leads within the last six months have been either through referrals and networking, through social media, and through SEO. And my plan for completely booking out quarter two is sharing our new website designs that we've created for um, our new clients and sharing our client testimonials on social media. That's been a huge driver, but then also my goal is to go out and network with fellow business owners in my local area. 
So talking about social media. So I've been showing up on stories and showing our followers the behind the scenes process of our company. I've been showcasing new websites that we publish and I started adding client video testimonials. And I would say that adding these video testimonials has tremendously increased attention to our website design services. And I believe that because our viewers are able to see how our clients truly feel about the service because they can see it in their face, they can hear it in their voice, they can see their mannerisms. It's made such a huge difference because when someone can see a video testimonial versus a text testimonial, there's a huge difference, right? Just imagine yourself. How does each one make you feel when you see it? Which one do you connect more? Right? If there is a coach that you want to work for, you know, they might post a text testimonial. But when I see text testimonials, like, although, yes, you can create it in your branding, you can make it look pretty. But a part of me is like, did you write that yourself and asked your client and if you, if you could use that testimonial? Because I've been in business long enough to know that that's a thing that people are like, Hey, can I have a testimonial? And people are like, sure, but they don't know what to write. They don't know what to say. So the company is like, Hey, we'll write one for you. We're going to touch on the points that we really want to highlight and the client signs off on it. But if you see a video testimonial, if you're on someone's stories and you're used to seeing that person's face all the time and all of a sudden you're watching their stories and they have a brand new face, a brand new person that you've never seen before, you're just instantly kind of intrigued to see what this person has to say about, you know, that other person that you're watching. So just because you don't know them, you kind of want to see a little bit more. And then as you're watching this person talk about the company service that they provided, how amazing it was, how easy it was to work with them, et cetera, et cetera, you have a much different connection to a video than a text testimonial, right? You connect it with it more. You actually believe it. You actually trust it because you can see if someone is like, oh yeah, they were really good, blah, 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 blah. But if someone is super excited and like, oh my gosh, you know, MBM agency created my website for me and they just got every single little design aspect that I wanted and I love it so much. And like, there's just excitement in their voice. You trust that you believe that, right? So showing up on social media has been huge. And I will say if you're just started showing up on social media, you know, keep going because I think it's taking me like, I know it took me at least one full year for me to fully show up and start seeing results on my social media. When I first showed up on my social media before, because at first I used Instagram for personal reasons. I used it to showcase, you know, for my friends and family of, you know, my son, our family, our move to Georgia. But when I started showcasing my business and I started using Instagram to grow my business in the beginning, yeah, I started showing up. I started showing my work. I started showing up what I'm doing, but people didn't necessarily bite. People had to have time to get used to what you do, to trust you, to see that you're an authority in this industry. And I would say it took me about a year to fully get results through my social media. Now I'm about two years in using my social media for my business and I see a huge, huge drive. I mean, like we get a lot of business from Instagram, let me tell you that. And I 
know that the biggest thing is one, you know, showing our before and after so people could really visually see what kind of design service we provide as show our SEO results, right? Screenshots of before and afters. But then once I started adding video testimonials, oh, you guys, that was a huge, huge game changer. So to book out quarter two, I'm going to start showcasing all of the website designs that we've recently created and showcasing our client testimonial. And let's talk about networking because that's the second thing that I will be focusing on the end of quarter one to fully book out our spots for quarter two. So I've noticed that when I network with other business owners face-to-face in person through different meetings and networking groups, I've noticed that the sell comes a lot easier than trying to just cold sell to local businesses, right? When we're in a meeting and I introduce our business and I talk about our clients' results, most of the time the person that I'm networking with is very interested to learn more because, I mean, like, the point of my business is to provide more leads to your business. The point of our website design and SEO services is to create your website for it to be almost like a full-time employee, a full-time salesperson for your business. And most people, if you're a business owner, you want to grow consistently. You want to create something that's, you know, consistently bringing you in leads. So the type of service that I have, I've noticed that when I'm networking in person, a lot of people are just naturally interested to learn more. And I almost go into my sales spiel to explain my business, but I'm not actually, you know, intentionally selling to them, if that makes sense, as opposed to if I'm walking into a local office and I'm like, hey, you know, I would love to talk to the marketing person. I'd love to talk to the business owner. You know, we have this service that could really benefit you. That comes off really cold and people are instantly shut off and they're just like, mm, you're trying to sell to me. No, thanks. But when you're networking in person, people are a lot more interested in learning about what you do. And networking in person is not something that I've been super consistent with. Um, But surprisingly, my very first networking event that I've ever gone to when I first started my business is how I got my first client. And I've recently attended a couple of networking events. And at the end of them, I'm like, I need to be doing this way more often because you're getting out there, you're meeting new business owners, you're meeting new people that who could potentially need your services. And I've gotten on quite a few discovery calls from going out and networking with other business owners in my area. So those two ways, social media and networking, is how I'm planning to close out our spots for quarter two. But let's go back to the waitlist concept. I want to chat about that a little bit more. When I hop on a sales call, I go through a sales process, which the next few mini trainings, you're going to see the behind the scenes into my sales calls. I'm going to take a deep dive into my exact process that I do and what has helped us so far. But in my sales call, I, you know, talk about our results and then I talk about the timeline. Now I will say our timeline is a little bit longer than probably most website design services. And the reason for that is one, we take a full month to really research your keywords, research your industry, research of what people are talking about in regards to your industry. And we really spend time on that. 
it. But the second reason is, is that we do have a small team. So in order to be able to serve more clients, we have to have a little bit of a longer timeline. But that's not a bad thing because we spend time and we make sure that every single design detail is exactly how you want, that all of the SEO keywords are input into your website exactly how Google needs them. We really are detail oriented and we make sure that everything is top of the line for our clients. But in having a bit of a longer timeline, it kind of spans out our payments that the clients do. And it kind of gives us like spots like we kind of started being like, okay, each quarter we take on a certain amount of business of how much I know that we can handle. And we do that. So if people are talking to me and we've already booked out for that quarter, I'm like, hey, you know what, we actually don't have availability right now, but we could get started on your website, you know, next month. And you you know, we have about like a two month timeline for website and SEO. And yes, while I have had some people that are like, okay, I need a website like ASAP, I need it done ASAP. But most people, if especially if they know me and they followed me on Instagram and they followed me through the podcast and they know the kind of results that we can provide to our clients, most of the time they're like, okay, this is worth the wait. And a lot of times people are like, okay, whew, I don't need to come up with all the content you know, in two weeks. I have a couple of months to kind of get all my pictures done, get all my content done that I need, and we kind of work through together through the process. But going back to when the client originally signs on, right? So on the sales call, I'm like, hey, we don't have availability right now, but we have availability to start on your website next month. A lot of the times, first of all, that's the scarcity factor that plays in. They're like, oh, you don't have spots right now. You're booked out. Like you're so popular that everyone wants to, you know, work with you. They kind of feel special of like, oh my gosh, getting on a wait list and waiting for it. They feel special. And there's that scarcity element, which if you haven't listened to our mini training last month about scarcity and how to add it into your marketing, I go into full detail about how important it is, what it is, why does it work? But that I feel like I've noticed a lot of people being like, oh, you're not available right now? Like, really? They kind of look at you a little bit different. But also, they pay a deposit. I have them pay half up front, like pay a deposit for their website to hold their spot, which they do, which then is an injection into my business, right? A cash injection into my business. Um, But it also creates a schedule for the next two months where I know we're booked out. I know you know, we have got money coming in, we've got projects coming in. So I feel like it helps me keep a consistent schedule going without stressing out so much as an entrepreneur, if that makes sense. So to close this episode off, I had a question for you. If you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a service-based person or if you're a coach, how do you get your clients? What's your top way of getting clients? I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your story, tag me. I want to see and I want to share with my audience different ways that people are getting clients. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.